God, and he is as content as a thirsty deer, which finally, after a long search, quencheth his thirst and is perfectly happy. Um, th just thinking about us thirsting for God. Um, and not in the sense, I know that we are, are humanistic, and that we a lot of times, how many of y'all know that we have a... Um, our drive is greater when there's trials going on, when there's um, things that's going on in our lives that drives us to the Lord. And um, but shouldn't we be thirsty all the time for God, and not just in those seasons of when things aren't going our way or whenever we um, are encountering something, just to have the thirst for God? That's what David he just had. A heart. He was a man after God's own heart. And, you know, in looking at his life and how that he craved God. I love that picture. You know, I just love how David thirsted after God. How that he had a desire to be in God's presence. He just had that desire. He wanted more of God. And thinking about us being thirsty. Um, look at Psalms 63. O oh God, thou art my God, early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee in a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory, so as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with morrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches, because thou hast been my help, therefore in the shadow of thy wings will I rejoice. My soul followeth hard after thee, thy right hand upholdeth me. Listen to that. I mean, he meditates at night. He, sit, he sits on his bed and meditates after the Lord. And when he remembers the things that God has done. I mean, just, I love that. How that he was so thirsty for God. Um, and how that we should long for that same thirst. Um, but talking about some thirsty people. Um, in John chapter 4. Um, you know, we, we run into John chapter 4 where Jesus said that he must needs to go to Samaria. And I think about that. I love that because I'm so glad that he had needs to come to me. I'm so glad that back in 1986 over there in the little fellowship hall um, on a Friday night that he had needs to pass my way during Bible school. And... Um, and I mean, I can remember that burden being lifted off me, just feeling free. Um, can you remember that time, that whenever, whenever Christ spoke to your heart and you responded and you give your life, that freedom that you felt, that joy, that excitement, um, just how that felt. 
But thinking about that and about how that he must needs to go through Samaria. Um, and thinking about that woman, how that here it was, the sixth hour, and Jesus, he had come to sit down after a long journey, and, and it says that she came alone. Um, and how many of y'all know the story about the woman at the well? Most know. Um, but anyway, she was um, from Samaria, and the Jews didn't have anything to do with the Samaritans. And so as she comes, Jesus um, asks her for a drink. And she, you know, and she is, she is jaded from life. If you just listen to, to the words, um, like, what do you have to do with me? I'm a Samaritan. I mean, can't you just hear, you know, when you ask your wife, are you mad? No. You know, and <laughs> I mean, you can just, I can just see it. You know, I can just hear it. Um, but jaded from life, jaded from all the things that, that she had been through. And we look that here she comes, you know, in the sixth hour and the hottest part of the day. And it's like a mile from the town is where the well was. And she come alone because she probably didn't have any friends. Um, and as you read through the scripture, you know, she's had five husbands. Um, and the one that she lives with now, she's not married to. And so we would say she's experienced um, that with life. Um, and thinking about that and how that she was jaded and how that she was thirsty. Um, but as Jesus sits down and as he talks to her, he leads her to trust him. Um, because through her talking and saying you know, that she had been married, he saw, and not just through that, because he automatically knew her greatest need was inward. She was, inwardly, she was thirsty. And you can, we can see that because of all the different marriages she had. Um, you know, if you've been married that many times, you know, it's like, hello, what's the common denominator? Um, <laughs> um, or... Let's just be real. <laughs> um, so, you know, um, it's like, well, so she's been married five times. And, but he saw that, <laughs> I'm trying to move on past that. Um, <laughs> uh, but, um, but thinking about that and her greatest need, he saw her inward need because as we can see, that she had, she was thirsty, and she was looking for men to satisfy that thirst, um, and looking for that to complete her. Um, so she was now living with a man who wasn't her husband, and Jesus knew all about her thirst. Um, in the same way, he knows all about our fruitless efforts in searching how that we you know um <clears throat> whenever you go at like you might go out and like buy a car or, or a dress or something you know and you're like i can really see myself in this um driving this convertible around you know just cruising down the road and um and we or like 
a dress or shoes or shoes um, or anything else that <laughs> that we might think that we're like, yeah, this is going to look good. But then whenever we get it, it's just not. Have you ever done that? You made a purchase and you're just like, this really doesn't satisfy me like I thought it was going to. And um, and now I got to pay for it. Um, I got payments. <laughs> but um, but thinking of how many times we do the same thing, we're we're trying to find some some something to satisfy us, and we're looking for material things, and and we're like this, maybe this, maybe this. And, you know, I think about my truck when I bought it, um, like the year that Dad died, and I'm like, then later I'm like, why did I buy that? I mean, that was just like one of those emotional buys. And they say you're not supposed to do anything for like a year um, after you know somebody passed away because you're just an emotional wreck, and <laughs> you pretty much are. But I think about like sometimes we do those things, and I'm guilty. I've done it. You know, I just told on myself. But um, and we do those things thinking it's going to satisfy us, and then it doesn't. But um, but here Jesus offers living water to quench your thirst. And hers, you know, because he saw the real need. And just like us, he sees the real need that's going on in our lives when we're searching for this or we're searching for that. And he's saying, hey, I'm right here. I'm, you know, I'm right here. I haven't left. I'm right here. And, um, but notice that she drank the living water and she left. Um, she left her water part, pots and went and told the men in town. And, um, and sometimes, don't those things just jump out to you? Like, she just went and told the men. It doesn't say she told the people in town or the men and women. And so then I'm like, okay, she already destroyed every relationship with all the women in town because they're like, you know, that song, She's Single Again, Hold On to Your Men. And, um, um, and so it just says that she went and told the men in town Come see a man that told me all that I've done. But, but look at, though, how she changes in this because then she's happy. She's, you know, she's like, come see a man that told me all that i ever done. And he's the Christ. And so thinking about that, <clears throat> she was changed and she was never the same. Matthew 5, 6 says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Um, when we thirst and hunger after righteousness, they shall be filled. How many of y'all know that there's no, you know, I love that song, um, Nobody Can Do Me Like Jesus, because that's really how I feel, because nothing can fulfill my deepest longings other than Jesus. You know, I know in grief and all these things, you know, only person that could comfort me was Christ. You know, I mean, People showed us love, and all, but it was really just, you need to hear from the Lord. You know, it's just that voice that only He can truly satisfy the deepest parts of us and our hearts. And we look <clears throat> all these places, and He's right here. And especially for us as children of God, why do we look all these other places when Christ is right here? And we can have as much of Him as we want. We can read our Bible as much as we want. We can pray as much as we want. We can worship as much as we want. And he's right there to fill us. Um, 
And so, thinking about those that thirsted for God, look at Moses. Um, in Exodus 33, 18, he says, show me your glory. Show me your glory. I love that Moses, he didn't want to go without the presence of the Lord. He didn't want, he was like, no, if, if you're not going, I'm not going. And, but, and Moses, he thirsted for God. Um, Elisha, 2 Kings 2, 9, whenever Elijah was being taken, what did he want? He wanted a double portion. He was, he was thirsty for God. Um, and you can always tell when people are thirsty for God. Their demeanor changes. You, it's outwardly expressed. I mean, they're, they're happy, you know, and they're, they have a crazy, and they're desperate for him. Um, desperate for God. Desperate just to, to be in that place with him. Um, and not just desperate because there's a crisis, but just because of that relationship, just that closeness, um, just wanting to be, you know, there's no high like the most high. I mean, there's nothing that's like that feeling. Just, you know, when you're going down the road and you're worshiping and the presence of the Lord is in the car and you're just in that place and it's just you and him and um, there's no greater feeling. There's nothing better. And, you know, being in church and worshiping with our brothers and sisters and, and just, you know, experiencing God in that way. Um, but, but thinking of thirsty people, um, Luke chapter 16 um, verse 19 says there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day and there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lift up his eyes, being in torment and seeing Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. The rich man, just as I was talking earlier, he tried to fill his thirst with material things. Um, he was rich. He fared sumptuously. Um, you know, you look at the rich man and the beggar, two totally different lifestyles. Um, just two totally different people um, here on earth but then how it switches in eternity. Um, and so Matthew chapter 6, 19 and 20 says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Um, you know, we see that something went wrong for this rich man. I mean, down here, he had it all. You know, it looked, it looked as if he had it all from the outward appearances. Um, but he lost his health, and then he died. You know, the Bible says that he died. Um, 
But the thing I want you to think about is, you know, he was here in this parable that he was here on earth trying to fulfill that thirst he had with material things. But notice that thirst never left him. He took that thirst to eternity with him. Because doesn't he say, and he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. Um, he was thirsty there. He was thirsty here and he could have been filled. But he chose not to. And so that thirst went into eternity. Can you think of how, what a torture that would be to be in hell and thirst and just beg for a drop of water? That's where every lost person is going. That's where your loved one that doesn't know Christ, that's where they're going. That's where my loved ones are going that don't know Christ. We should thirst and hunger after Christ and his righteousness and seek him to save our loved ones and to save the people that we love. Hell is real. I mean, hell, whether we believe it or not, it's real. Fire burns whether you believe it or not. Lightning comes from the sky whether you believe it or not. Hell is real. And our loved ones that don't know Christ are going. And it's not going to be, oh, there's going to be a second chance. This is permanent. And that's why it's so important, you know, that we tell people now about the love of Christ. And I'm not trying to scare you, but that's just the facts. That's the Bible. Um, and so, but thinking about him taking his thirst into eternity, he, the rich man, begged the beggar um, because he was tortured. You know, the roles have flipped. Um, and so, thinking about that, um, Jesus, you know, I, I love that song. I don't know who sings it. I think Larry sung it. Um, but that song, that I thirst. You know, have you ever thought about that song, I thirst? You know, and thinking on the second day of creation, you're talking about God, you know, who that divided the firmament, the water, that he said, I thirst. And yet, he made the oceans, he made the seas. Um, but he endured that for you and for me. He endured that so that, so that we would never have to thirst. So that a child of God would never have to thirst. Because he's more than enough. He's all that we need. He feels every longing, every desire. You know, he's a father to the fatherless. You know, he's a, he's a mother to the orphan. You know, he is everything in our lives that we could possibly need. I mean, he is, he is your husband. Is he not? He is the one. He's constant, you know, for the, for the widows, for the widower. He is that spouse. He's that because he never leaves. He never forsakes. He goes with us all the way. He's the one that's there constantly in our lives. And so he suffered and died so that we would never thirst. He bore our hell on Calvary so that we can enjoy heaven. Um, Revelation 22, 17 says, The Spirit and the bride say, Come. 
And let him that heareth say, Come, and let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Because he is ready. He has water. He has that water that we will never thirst again. You'll never want anything other than him. Once we are plugged into him, we don't want anything. Until we get our eyes off. And then the enemy comes. Then we're like, God, why did I ever leave you? Because you're more than enough always. But the enemy, he'll come and he'll try to distract us. Um, but being thirsty for God, being thirsty and hungry for his righteousness and for him. Um, you know, I, I love seeing people hungry for God. I love seeing people have that desire to serve him when they're, you know, they're reading their Bible, you know, they're studying, you know, they're listening to Christian music. I love that. And um, and isn't it contagious? It's contagious. It just starts, and it's like fire, and it spreads when God's people get on fire, whenever we get hungry, whenever we get thirsty and for God. Um, but are you thirsty tonight? Are you thirsty for him? Do you long to have more of him? Um, let's stand as Lisa comes. With a song. Yeah. came a sound from heaven like a mighty rushing wind it filled their hearts with singing see her life. 
wasted and her soul was bound for hell but then she met the master and he told of all her sin. He said, if you'll drink this water, water for there is 